Wow, praise the Lord. Great and wonderful things God is doing in our lives. What a privilege, a great privilege to be again with you this morning by the mercies of God. I'm sure you are doing great, your family doing excellently in this new week and this new month. I trust the Lord that you will be going from grace to grace, from glory to glory, from faith to faith, and from victory to victory in the name of Jesus Christ. We have established that the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power is the impartation of the Holy Spirit that enables us to do extraordinary things for God. It is also important to note that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is a public experience. We said that already. So Saul's anointing by prophet Samuel was a public experience. The anointing of David by the same prophet Samuel was in the presence of his father and all his brothers. The anointing of our Lord Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit at Jordan was not hidden either. It was not hidden. Pentecost was not hidden. The invasion of the Holy Spirit upon a life in most cases is a public experience. But his departure is usually very quiet, silent departure of the Holy Spirit. Now receiving the anointing of the Holy Spirit is a great task. But sustaining and Keeping the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power is even a greater responsibility. So the question this morning is, how do we sustain the blessing of the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power? How? I have personally discovered some lessons from the lives of two men in scriptures who fell short of God's requirement of the anointing upon their lives. And this will be the subject of our discussion this morning. God's query to two men who abused the privilege of the anointing critically addressed their forgetfulness. Their forgetfulness. Now, God took them down memory lane and reminded them of how he reached them, cleaned them up, and qualified them for his anointing. To Saul, God reminded him of how he was so little. I mean, Saul himself found himself little in his own eyes until he was marvelously helped and qualified by the Lord for the anointing. To David, the Lord reminded him of how he was divinely favored. He was reminded of how the mercy and the undeserved favor was bestowed upon him, even in the midst of his own brethren. This insight tells me that the saying of forgetfulness is the greatest stumbling block to sustaining the anointing, the sin of forgetfulness. It is impossible to retain and sustain the blessedness of God's presence and the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power 
if we forget if we forget anointed men who forget the days of their humble beginnings will without doubt lose the precious anointing of the holy spirit in no time when men fail god when men fail god the first thing god does is to remind them of their own lives yes the church at Ephesus was challenged by God to remember their beginning. They were challenged to remember where they started from. Remember where thou hast fallen. So it's all about remembering. When people forget where they started their journey with God from, they are bound to lose the presence of God. Yes, they are. Judges chapter 8, verse 33 and 34, it reads, So it was, as soon as Gideon was dead, that the children of Israel again played the harlot with the Baals and made Baal bereath their God. Verse 34, Thus the children of Israel did not remember the Lord their God. They did not who had delivered them from the hands of all their enemies on every side. Oh yes, there are many things to remember that would sustain the anointing. And the very first and most important one of them, most important thing to remember is to remember your covenant. To remember your covenant. Yes, a covenant is a chosen relationship, a partnership in which two parties make binding promises to each other and work together to reach a common goal. God is a God of covenant and nothing, I repeat, nothing happens in the spiritual realm without covenant. As a matter of fact, Covenant is the basis, the basis of all spiritual operations. And there are five dimensions of covenant that you must always remember and constantly renew or annul as the case may be. If you must by any means sustain the blessings of God in your life and preserve the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon your ministry. The first is your covenant with God. Your covenant with God. Your covenant with God should be your most treasured and cherished possessions. Oh yes, your most treasured and cherished possession. Psalm 50 verse 5 tells us, of God's request to our world, which says, Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. It is your covenant with God which is powered and foiled by sacrifice that qualifies you to be a part of the inner caucus of God. 
Oh yes, your sacrifice as a person determines the strength of your covenant. Those who sacrifice nothing will still be good children of God. Oh yes, they will. But they can never, never be privileged to have the invitation into the spiritual council of heaven. To remember your covenant with God is to live daily by your commitment and sacrifice to the spiritual legal contract between you and the Lord God Almighty. Do not forget that God is a God of covenant. The strength of his walk with Abraham was based on covenant. Genesis 15 verse 18 says, On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying to your descendants I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Ephrates. So God made a covenant of divine allocation and possession of the land with Abraham. Wow! God's gift to you is wrapped up in a covenant and the only way to unwrap and enjoy those gifts is for you to be committed, dedicated, and focused on your covenant with God. To handle your covenant with God carelessly is to handle your divine allocation carelessly. Men and women who do not remember and respect their covenant with God will eventually miss the divine purpose of God for their lives. So God specifically mentioned this to Abraham in Genesis 17 verse 9 saying, And God said to Abraham, As for you, as for you, I don't know about other people. I don't know about the kings and the rulers of Egypt. But as for you, Abraham, you shall keep my covenant. You shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. So, your covenant with God today will greatly influence the destinies of your children and the generations yet unborn. Your covenant with God determines the strength of your work with God and your commitment to this covenant by means of sacrifice is what determines how much of God's presence and anointing you can retain. Those who forget their covenant with God will without fail lose the anointing of the Holy Spirit that was once released upon them. What covenant do you have with God? What is the sacrifice that is attached to this covenant from your side? How committed are you to this sacrifice? God has given the ultimate sacrifice to honor his own side of the covenant. He gave his own son Jesus who was laid on the altar of sacrifice as the token of this new covenant. He gave his own son, Jesus. He gave his own son. His son was used as the dead sacrifice. The sacrifice that was killed on the cross as a token of the covenant between God and us. And in his mercy, 
All that God requires of us, all that God requires is to be a living sacrifice that we will service the covenant as living sacrifices. That is why the writer of Romans chapter 12 admonished us to present our bodies as living sacrifices unto God, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. The secret to sustaining the anointing and keeping the blessing is in presenting yourself as the living sacrifice, which is the token of your covenant with God. This we must always remember and never forget. We must never forget our covenant with God, our sacrifices for God, because our covenant with God is propelled by a sacrifice for him. Friends, in the name of Jesus, I pray for you and your household. And I pray that you will never forget your covenant with God. I don't know what covenant you have made with God. Some of us made diverse kind of covenants when you started your ministry, when you were going into your marriage, when you were starting that business, when you were going into that career. What covenant did you make with the Lord? I've made several covenants with God in various areas of my life. On my job, I made a covenant with God. In ministry, I made some covenant with God. In diverse, diverse areas, I've made covenants with God. And this we must always remember. If you have no covenant with God, you do not qualify for the anointing. No, you do not. Even if the anointing is released upon you, you will waste it. You will waste the anointing. I pray today that you will never again forget where God took you from. You would never again forget the deals and the commitment and the, and, the, and the things you said to the Lord when you were called into ministry. I pray today that you will never forget the covenant you made with the Lord when you were trusting him for the healing, trusting him for the anointing, trusting him for the breakthrough, the wealth. The child you believe God for, like Anna, she had a covenant with God. And she was faithfully committed to her covenant with God. Friends, this day I call to your remembrance the covenant you made with God. The covenant you made with God when you were in a dangerous situation and there was no one to help you. The covenant you made with God when there was no food, when there was no one around to help. The covenant you made with God when you were desperately crying for his visitation. Remember the covenant you made with God. When you committed yourself to sharing the gospel with everyone and anyone that crossed your path, remember the covenant you made with God. When you were in the labor room and the doctor said it was practically impossible for you to leave, remember the covenant you made with God. Remember the covenant you made with God. When you were desperately trusting Him 
to help you accomplish your projects and your goal. Remember the covenant you had with God. It's time to remember and to commit yourself to sacrifice so that you can be one of those who qualify to be gathered into the council of heaven. Remember your covenant of peace with God. Remember your covenant of joy with God. Remember your covenant of, of, of prayer. Prayer altars with God. Remember your covenant of rest with God. Remember your covenant of giving with God. Lord, I will give unto you everything, the glory due your name. Are you keeping some for yourself now? Remember your covenant with God. Whenever men fail God, the first thing God reminds them of is the beginning, their humble beginning with him where he took them from. If you wait for God, to remind you it is an indication that you have lost the anointing. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. God bless you. God bless you. Remember your covenant with God. Amen.